Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody out there. This is Dr. Ryan Clellan, and welcome to the Infinite Living Podcast. So today we're going to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is stem cells. Um, not stem cell therapy, but how we can use stem cells and how awesome they are to help us be healthy, avoid surgery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be a big kind of a 30,000 foot view. We're not going to get into the weeds on this because it can get very weedy and heady if you want to listen to some of these, you know, these academic nerds out there that God love them. i I listen to them, but after a while, you realize this is good stuff. I just need to get into it, and I need to, I need to uh, be looking into this for myself. So first, we're going to talk about stem cell and what's going what's going on out there right now. So um, the big thing about stem cells. So basically, you're going to have three different options of stem cells, at least in the United States. You're going to have um, fat derived or adipose derived mesenchymal stem cells. So when you when you're looking for stem cells, you want mesenchymal stem cell. All right, you do not want um, hematopoietic stem cells for. Um, and we're talking about joint indications here. So if you have a bad knee, a bad shoulder, things like that, what you're really looking at. Let's use those two. Um, if you're going to go intra-articular, let's say. So what intra-articular means is into the joint. So if you're going to go into a joint, and I usually just say the big ones are going to be, um, if you're going to go into a facet joint, which you know nowadays you don't have to, you can go paraspinal, um, into really it's shoulders and knees. Okay, So this is my opinion, and this is just from what I'm seeing out there into this world. So if you're going to do a shoulder or a knee with stem cell, and, and basically what you're looking for, you want to look for mesenchymal stem cells. Okay, You want to find um, a place that's going to basically treat you right. It shouldn't be crazy expensive. They should do imaging. If you're not getting imaging, they have no idea what they're treating. So therefore they are, they can be putting, like I use the analogy, uh, using a bazooka to kill a deer. It doesn't make sense. Now stem cells are highly anti-inflammatory and work great for pain relief, but it is a very expensive option for somebody if all they're trying to get is pain relief. So Again, and not to say you may not end up having to go that route if nothing else works, but that's an awfully big bazooka for a little bit of knee pain. So what I would suggest is you got to find somebody that's going to look at your x-rays and your imaging. It just makes sense. Um, and then what you're going to want, again, totally my opinion, but I've been doing this for quite a while and looking to a lot of different things because everybody's got their recipe, right? You know, you listen to this guy and he does this. You listen to that guy, he does that. This guy likes to do bone marrow. That one likes to do adipose. This one likes to do, um, <clears throat> this one likes to do the uh, umbilical allograft tissue containing stem cell. That's what we use is the allograft tissue containing stem cell. For a multitude of different reasons. One, it's standardized. We can basically, we know in a vial you're going to be looking at 700 to a million, 700,000 to a million live cells after it gets thawed. No matter what some rep tells you, that's the standard that they have set. Um, sometimes, you know, they don't say this. The company that we use does not say this, but they said they've seen most of the time they're well over a million, but they don't like to 
market that. So I like to know what I'm getting. And if we're going into a knee, if we're going into a shoulder, we'll usually partner that with some sort of uh, tissue to make sure that we have a good uh, matrix in there just to help to to uh, try to ensure as much success as possible. But when we're talking about stem cells, so you have the tissue allograft containing stem cell that's going to come from a healthy C-section child. There's nothing crazy about that. It's basically when they find out the mother is pregnant, they address that mother and ask them if they're willing to do that. People that are donate their placenta and um, umbilical cord, I cannot tell you whether or not they pay that person. I would assume they do, but I don't know. But at the end of it all, this is a healthy C-section, planned C-section. If something goes awry, they do not use it. But as long as it's healthy, everything's going the way it was designed to go. They get that tissue, and then they put the science to it, basically make sure it's clean, do everything they need to do, get it to a point where they can freeze it in, into vials, and they can verify basically that it is clean and that you have healthy living stem cells in that vial to be used on a patient, okay? It's, it's not all the other myths that you hear about. It is just that. It's that simple, okay? The reason that they can do that is because there's a little thing called Wharton's jelly. Wharton's jelly is a substance that's found in the umbilical cord. It is a cushion. It is a cushion used within the umbilical cord to help cushion the vasculature of the umbilical cord. Now, why is that important? I'll explain here shortly. So this cushioning, though, is extremely rich in mesenchymal stem cells. It has a super high number. So that's why these companies like to use this tissue. It has a super high number. It is it's immune I call it immune negative or immune neutral because it does not have an immune effect as far as you cannot reject it. Your body is not going to see it as a foreign substance because it does not have any markers on it. And therefore, your body's not going to reject it like it would if you had like a liver transplant of somebody and you hear somebody every once in a while they have like a tissue rejection. That's not going to happen with this stuff, okay? I don't want to say 100% because as soon as I say that, you know, somebody will come hammer at me. But rare, I would say... I've never heard it happen, and, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while now. So mesenchymal stem cells are what you want, all right? Now, 700,000 to a million per vial per cc, which is great. It works phenomenally. So um, that is an option. You do want to make sure you know your manufacturers because some of these folks carry, carry a product that is processed outside of the United States or the cells come out from outside of the United States. That's not something I'm looking for personally, but if you're looking for a different country's type of MSCs, that's up to you. Not naming names, but just do the research. Um, so you also have bone marrow derived mesenchymal stem cells. I'm not a huge fan of that because basically as we age, the more cells that we take out, the less of those are stem cells. And I don't know too many people that are 10 years old getting stem cell treatments. And they're not stem, they're allograft tissue container or whatever. But bone marrow, basically a bone marrow stem cell treatment. If you're super young, yeah, not a bad idea. If you are looking at like a leukemia or something, that's a different ballgame. We're not talking about that. Okay, we're talking about joint issues, back pain, neck pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, 
you know, degenerative change like arthritis, you know, osteoarthritis, bone on bone. You know, everybody thinks as soon as they hear that word, well, multiple things. One, they think the doc is actually telling them the truth. Two, they think automatic surgery, and neither of those are always the case. Okay, that's why I always tell people if you got something, just bring it in. We'll look at it. I'll tell. I'll shoot you straight. I don't. I'm not going to put stem cell on something I don't think is going to work. Um, but so you have bone marrow derived. So bone marrow derived obviously comes from what you sound. What it sounds like bone marrow, and what they do there, they cannot legally or not FDA compliantly basically put things into that bone marrow to. Um, basically uh, get the stem cells out. they got to get what they got. So basically about one out of every 250,000 cells in bone marrow, if you're about, I think, uh, I think if you're 30 years old, is a mesenchymal stem cell. So for one, you have little to no, you don't really know what you're getting, I guess. And so and a lot of these guys out there, and again, this is my opinion, and you're going to talk to somebody else that does bone marrow and they think it's the best thing since sliced bread, and that's fine. you got to believe who you got to believe. But in my opinion, A, you don't know what you're getting because it's yours, and they're pulling it out. They should not be doing much more than maybe spinning it down a little bit, and they're going to pull the cells out of there, which is great. But I don't feel like you're going to get the best effect because, A, you don't know how many stem cells are in there, mesenchymal stem cells, that is, and you're going to get basically potentially a 40-year-old stem cell, okay? And I'm not saying that stem cell is 40 years old. I'm saying it's coming from a 40-year-old body. I kind of use the use the analogy, and again, this is, this is all based on just my opinion, the research that I've done, but, you know, if you've got a copy machine, would you want a brand-new copy machine or you want a copy machine that's 40 years old? I'd if you want the best copy, I would assume it's going to be the 40, 40 uh, it's going to be the brand new one, not the 40 year old one. Okay. And I'm using 40 because I'm 40. So you have bone marrow derived. They pull it out, they zip it down, they can like spin it down and they'll put that bone marrow into the system. One out of every 250,000, one out of every 400,000 cells. I think at 40, it's 100, one out of every 400,000 cells is a mesenchymal stem cell. And again, that's what you want. So that's what you hopefully are going to get, but again, you don't know. And then lastly, you have adipose-derived stem cell. Now, adipose-derived stem cell, at least from my understanding, there is a lot of mesenchymal stem cells in adipose tissue. However, what has to be done for most adipose tissue is you have to add an enzyme to that. So therefore, it becomes FDA non-compliant. So then you're kind of operating in a gray area right away because you're not compliant with what the FDA sees is what's called autologous, or I'm sorry, homolo I get the two mixed up, autologous use and homologous use. So it's autologous, but it's not homologous because no more is it, or I'm sorry, it's non-minimally manipulated. There's all these terms in here, and sometimes when you get going talking real fast and try to get it all fixed in here, you trip over them a little bit. But... So it's non it's overly manipulated basically because they have to add things to it to pull out to extract those stem cells from that. And they've got to zip this stuff down. Again, from my understanding of adipose-derived stem cells is they are much more volatile. They are not as viable. They don't live as quick. And if you start screwing around, screwing around with them and start spinning them down, et cetera, et cetera, you could potentially run into an issue. Now, you may have a lot of them, but how many are going to live after you inject those back? You know, you do all the things you have to do enzymatically, 
pull them out, spin it down, et cetera, et cetera, and then shoot them back into the body. And then they've got, then they're in a new environment. How many of those are viable? How many of those are going to live? I don't know the right answer, but again, that's why I, that's why I prefer the allograft tissue containing stem cell because you know what you're going to get. It's brand new stem cell and it's, uh, you know, it's it's coming from a newborn baby. And who else has the best stem cells but a newborn baby, in my opinion. So those are your three types. You have the adipose derived, you have the bone marrow derived, and then you have the tissue allograft containing stem cells. So when you're talking about stem cells, those are really your three options in the United States. Um, all are viable options. You know, if you can't get a hold of one, try the other. They have amazing healing capabilities. But like I said, in my opinion, I like the uh, tissue allograft containing stem cells because it's reproducible. We know what's in there and we know ultimately, and it's also extremely easy on the patient. We're not pulling stuff out of you. We're not, and everybody's always concerned about using tissue from another um, person or another being. Um, and the great thing is, is it's, it has no immune markers on it, and so it's great in that regard as well. So those are just some options when you have the option for stem cell. I would say when you have joint decay or joint breakdown, going the stem cell route is a great route for you. Make sure you have a practitioner that looks at your imaging. Make sure you have a practitioner that you trust and don't feel like they're just trying to pump stem cells into you because it is a, it is a buzzword right now. And that's the reality. A lot of people think, well, I've got arthritis, so therefore I automatically need stem cell. And that is not always the case. You know, your practitioner should be totally upfront with you because not everybody responds 100% to stem cell. That's why we pair every stem cell therapy or almost every stem cell therapy that we do with some sort of either rehab, physical medicine, or some sort of treatment, whether that be laser, or ozone, et cetera, et cetera, to get the best outcomes possible for that patient. Because there are things that can be done that can basically increase your chances of success and Without a doubt in my head, every practitioner, if they're practicing this type of medicine, they need to be doing this type of work with their patient instead of just inject, pat them on the ass and tell them to, good luck, this is going to take a little while, but it's it's going to work. And so that's where you see all these folks out on Facebook and they're hammering my stuff and saying how oh, it doesn't work. It absolutely works for a lot of people. But the better the care you get, the more... Um, the more success that you're going to end up getting. And the better informed you are, you know, the more success you'll probably end up getting. Don't always go on price because super high, I've had people that do very little and charge a ton. And I've had people that do very, very little, use crappy stuff and charge a little. Try to find someone that seems reputable, that seems like they're going to shoot you right. I always tell my patients, you know, you know where I live, you know what town I'm in, you know where I practice. I'm not going anywhere. So, um, you know, we're going to do the best things for you. And, and we always try to from the bottom of our hearts here at our practice. So, and that is Infinite Wellness Integrated Medical Center in Glen Carbon, Illinois. So obviously, you know, again, shameless plug, but I feel we do it right. There are others that do it right as well. But uh, just find somebody you trust, find somebody that you think is going to do, give you the best recipe for uh, success and, um, you know, and 
Try to follow it to a T as best you can. Also, eating right, exercise, all of those things are going to make a huge difference because the healthier the body, the healthier the host, the better the success rates. So there's a lot of work to be done on your part as well. So God bless you all. Have a great day. Hope that made a little bit of sense. But again, there's basically three types we have access to in the States, some better than others in my opinion. But uh, stem cells are fantastic and they're awesome in the and um you know, the science and all the stuff that's coming out about them. And it's just, it's phenomenal. So it's amazing. It's pretty exciting to be in this world of medicine. We're actually using that innate intelligence of the body to help us heal our own bodies and uh, being able to harness that. So God bless you all. Have a great day. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition.